Aquarius Rising, Astrology Radio with Chrissy Blaze. Aquarius Rising is a place where we reflect on why we're here and on the mystery and infinity of the cosmos. We're amazed by Mother Earth, by the galaxies and solar systems, and the influence of the planets in our lives. Astrologer and author Chrissy Blaze will give an overview of what's happening now and will reveal how you can use the magical powers of the planets to unlock your limitless potential. Find out more by visiting astrologycity.com. Well, hello everybody. Thank you so much for listening today. And a very warm welcome and a thank you to our producer, Penny, Penny Golden, for being there uh, behind the scenes. So much appreciated. Hello, Penny. Oh, thank you, Chrissy. I'm so excited about this um, episode this month. Last month was amazing. If anybody missed it, they should go back and take a listen. So thanks for having me here, too. Well, that's thank you very much, Penny. And yes, of course, on the uh, Body, Mind, Spirit radio, you do have the archive shows. And um, sometimes uh, during a month, I talk about a planetary configuration or alignment that is particularly potent that month, but it, it can, if it's an important one, affect us for many, many years to come, like the one in February, February the 11th, with the configuration of six planets in Aquarius and the new moon. And so um, this is going to affect us, as I say, for decades. So if you yes. do want to go back and have a listen to that one, then that really is an important one too. And also the, the January one was very important. Now this month, <laughs> it's, things have calmed down a little, you'll be pleased to, to hear. Now, as I was talking to Penny earlier, uh, this overview is for everybody, for all the 12 signs of the zodiac, with all their unique birth charts. The birth chart is unique to us. It's our karmic pattern, I like to think. And, um, and so it's, it will be very general, but every now and then, well, all the planets affect all of us, so every now and then I'll say something and it will kind of, it'll mean something to you and it'll be helpful, hopefully, that's the hope. Uh, but not everything will because we're all so very, very different. But I just want to say that after a very intense, not only 2020, of course, but the beginning of this year, January, February, very, very intense indeed time. Things have sort of calmed down a little in March, you'll be glad to say. We'll start ramping up again towards the end of March. But right now, it's like a nice break from the intensity of um, the last, goodness, about 15, 16 months. And the main themes at the moment are spirituality and communication. They're the two main themes of March. So it's time to rest a little. It's a time to recharge, to sort of let go and prepare for the coming astrological year, which is Aries and begins on March the 20th each year. It's also the time now to dive into our spirituality, our cultivate that within us. It's a very, very important part of who we are, the most important part of who we are, actually. We think it's the physical, and the physical does talk to us, and it requires a lot of attention, especially as we get older. But the spiritual part of us is ageless and timeless, and so it's time to cultivate that, cultivate our compassion and uh, matters of faith and so on. 
Now, right now, we have Jupiter, that great gas giant, the amazing planet that emanates wonderful energies of uh, music and perfume and so on throughout our, our solar system, uplifting us with its expanding us, bringing us good fortune. It's now in Aquarius. A lot of activity in Aquarius this year, you will have noticed, and so on into the future. We're in the Aquarian age. But when it's in this Pisces season that we're in now, which is like we're trying to find a balance between the head, which is Jupiter and Aquarius, and the heart, which is Pisces, between what's practical and what's right. Um, both Pisces and Aquarius are, are visionary signs. They're able to kind of zoom out and see things from a much higher perspective than just the everyday, which, let's face it, is pretty mundane for many of us. But when we look at our own lives, do we start to see things differently? This is an important question to ask ourselves, and let's cultivate that. Let's connect the dots in our lives that give us a whole new perspective. It's a season to awaken our conscious mind, but also our conscience, our higher mind, especially that, coming more conscious, I should say. We start the month, where we're now on the 2nd, in two days, March the 4th, the planet Mars, that planet of assertion, um, energy, vitality, arrives in the sign of Gemini, the great communication sign of the zodiac. And Mars kind of motivates us and inspires us to action. And when it's in Gemini, it heats up the Gemini's need to communicate, to speak, to learn, to study, to move around. Uh, this is a mercurial sign and to travel. Not too much travel going on, but this is a very restless and curious uh, place for Mars. Um, it's a time of connecting with people, of communicating with people, of exchanging ideas. And to a sky that has been dominated by Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius for some months, uh, which is quite analytical, it brings us more of a need to interact and, and network. Uh, it's time of partnership, of teamwork, this kind of thing. Mercury then moves and is then conjunct, is right next to this Jupiter in Aquarius on March the 5th. So Jupiter intensifies and expands whatever's going on, wherever it touches. Um, it's usually a good thing, um, and right now it's expanding even more the communication. So there's lots being communicated, lots of ideas, lots being discussed, and lots of opinions flying around. Um, some of it may well be important, <laughs> but in the flood of information, it's sometimes difficult to separate what's really important, substantial, from what's really not worth talking about. So uh, a little bit of discrimination needed there. Later on, on March the 13th, we do have another kind of great piece of Pisces coming in with the new moon on March the 13th. Just in case we're getting too much in our heads with all this uh, mercurial communication energy. Now, this is an absolutely beautiful new moon. really is gorgeous because it's right next to the otherworldly planet of Neptune, 
and the beautiful planet of love, uh, Venus. So this is a, a, a new moon that will make us, will take us into our feelings, uh, which is a good thing. And it will be a time for us, and do make a note of this time, between about March the 13th and the 15th, is a really important time to dive deeply into our spiritual selves, to make new uh, beginnings, new intentions spiritually. It's sort of dissolving the boundary between our physical world and the world of uh, feeling, the world of uh, spiritual world and it could be a very, very psychic time for you. So it's a time to make a note of your intuition, make a note of uh, perhaps your dreams, things that come to you out of the blue. Try and make sense of them. Don't just shove them away because you've been in this analytical phase for quite a long time. Really make a note of them. Take note of them because this new moon is sort of telling you to focus more on this otherworldly, this higher part of you. And it's leading you in a very, very important direction, and that is within. Neptune is, can be the planet of confusion, but it's up to us how we handle the energies, of course, always. But it's, um, it's telling us that we have to make a surrender to open up to the flow of life by letting go of not only expectations but our egos that want to be in control and it's realizing at this time that we're really not that the god spark within is really in control and it's opening up to this higher part of us through um, doing a new uh, spiritual ritual if you like uh, a beautiful one um, prayers or i highly recommend you check out the 12 blessings a beautiful series of transmissions given in 1958, but very, very relevant today in this age through the mediumship of my spiritual master, the extraordinary Dr. George King, by the Master Jesus for this age. So it's, it's very, very relevant and absolutely a wonderful time to begin it, not only because it's the new moon in Pisces, but on March the 15th, when Mercury is also joining here, um, this is actually the true birthday of the Master Jesus. And it's not December the 25th. Um, that's a lecture in itself. It's certainly um, a teaching of the Assyrian Society, but it's also, if you study it, it's, um, other scholars have come to the conclusion that he was actually born, this great cosmic avatar, in March. So, this period, 13th to the 15th of March, make a note and really try and go within and make the most of this very, very beautiful and spiritual time. Of course, all the time is spiritual, but this is particularly intent and a great time, as I say, to begin something new. So with them, we have the Sun, Moon, Venus, and Neptune, very close together, as I say. And even more insensitive natures uh, are probably perhaps feeling a little bit confused during this time, but need to open themselves up. Uh, and one can have a little bit of confusion with communication at this time. So listen carefully to what's actually being said, because, as I say, Neptune can bring confusion. 
And there's, because you're in this kind of psychic mode, when somebody's talking, you may be tuning into what you think they're saying, a more subliminal message, uh, rather than what they're actually saying. And that can bring more confusion. So it's um, time to listen carefully as well. It's also a very romantic time. Uh, I know it seems like the last year and, so, and a half we've been going crazy, we've been very busy, been going crazy a little with politics and what's going on in the community. But in March, as I say, spirituality, relationships, creativity, communication of a high nature, it's like we're being called back to our hearts. Time to spread your love to not only those close to you, but by joining in healing and prayer for those throughout the world. As I say, I highly recommend the website, one2blessings.org, to get involved in world prayer. So don't let's just talk about focusing on our spiritual natures. Let's spend a few moments, shall we, stopping from the endless call of materialism for just a minute, and then we'll have a short break after that. So to do this, let's go within. Let's sit up straight in our chairs. Keep the spine straight, always important to do during spiritual practices of any kind. Place the hands flat on the knees and be relaxed around your neck and shoulders. And start to breathe deeply from your solar plexus if you can. Deeply and evenly. Try and feel that diaphragm area going outwards as you breathe. And it's a spiritual truth that the deeper we breathe, the deeper our thoughts. And so before we start any kind of spiritual practice or meditation or whatever it is that you do, start by doing deep breathing for at least a few minutes five minutes, ten minutes. And you'll feel a sort of sense of calm and peace coming over you. And in fact, any time when you feel agitated, also feel stressed out by everything that's happening around you, just do this for a few minutes, this in and out breath. Make the breath, the in breath, the same as the out breath. And now let us join together mentally in this affirmation, or you can say it out loud if you wish. I am now filling my mind and my body with the mighty power of God. I am now filling my mind and my body with the mighty power of God. I am now filling my mind and my body with the mighty power of God. And do this on every in-breath. So that you repeat one affirmation on every in-breath and out-breath. I'm now filling my mind and my body with the mighty power of God. We'll have a quick break now, back over to Penny, and then we'll continue. Thank you.
If you only know your sun sign, you can learn a lot about yourself. In Superstar Signs by Chrissy Blaze, you will learn hitherto unknown secrets about who you are and who you can become. Blaze illustrates the 12 sun signs with 60 fascinating figures from history who each illustrate the struggles and triumphs of every sign. Find out more at astrologycity.com. Hello, everybody. I hope you relaxed a little bit there for a minute. And please do feel free to carry on with that deep breathing whenever you can. I talked a little about the new moon in Pisces, an important one for all of us, March the 13th and to the 15th. Very, very important and beautiful period. So let's make it a beautiful period. Bring in music, art, all the non-material things of life that feed us in a different way, just as important as food, if not more so. Uh, these also a good time to take a leap of faith, accepting imperfections within ourselves. Um, start a new project that requires your imagination, your visualization skills. Put aside time for peaceful, rejuvenating activities. Um, we have a chance now to make an important change in our lives. We cannot carry on on this planet as we are. We have to, as a race, reach up spiritually and this is a time, I'm sure you are already, but this is a time to potentize your spiritual life. Now, March the 20th uh, is the end of the Pisces period because this is when the sun moves into Aries, and that's the beginning, as I say, of the astrological year. And it's time, uh, it's a new season, it's an energy of spring and renewal. Aren't we really looking forward to that, especially in Michigan where this is being broadcast? It's a time of fresh starts. Um, we still have Mars in Gemini, so we'll be on the go. We're restless to get outdoors and start moving. We'll have lots to say, and uh, it's kind of a, a new feeling of freedom in the air. And we need that. Um, the sun being Aries for March the 20th is calling us for more bold and fearless action towards progress. We've had our time of a little bit of rest and recuperation, and now we're ready to go. Uh, Venus follows the sun on March the 20th and is actually uh, right next to the sun until the end of March. So this continues this time of beauty and spreading love and, and so on. Spread love through your communication. There's a Libra full moon on March the 28th calling us for more diplomacy, again, more connections, um, partnership. Uh, with Venus in Aries, which is also right next to the planet Chiron, this full moon may touch on a deeper, I want to say a pain point. It's something that requires us to find courage and bravery. And this is the time to find that courage and bravery. If there's something that's like holding you back or there's something you fear, now's the time to work on that and figure out a solution to that and use this bold energy of the planets to clear that because the planets are, are always helping us to move forward they don't want us to get stuck as we so often do and they're giving us the energy to, to free ourselves and this is imp especially important now this year because this is a year of change 
and all that we experienced last year is going to change a little later in the year. And so it's wanting us, the planets are wanting us, are urging us to kind of loosen up, to loosen up our attitudes, our opinions, our beliefs, to loosen up our physical bodies. Everything needs to be loosened up to get ready for this very positive period of change. So I'm going to talk a little bit now, as I do every month, about a different sun sign. And we're in the sign of Pisces, so I'm going to talk about the Pisces sun sign. And this is an extract from my book, Superstar Signs, uh, which should very shortly also be in a, as an e-book. But right now it's a, a paperback. But this is actually from the book, a short extract, because I go deeply into all of the sun signs. Pisces are romantics, and they always strive to inhabit a romantic place despite the cold, clinical world around them. You might find their style of dressing from a bygone era with soft, frilly shirts and long robes and hair, the men as well as the women. Unlike the black, tight leather clothes that the following sign of Aries likes to wear, Pisces prefers soft, luminous colors and flowing styles. They're not into the details like their opposite sign of Virgo. And so the clothes can be a bit worse for wear with the hems hanging down at times. They often have a slightly kind of beautiful but messy air about them. Um, and Pisces loves to take care of other people, just not quite so good about taking care of themselves. They're among the most creative and imaginative as well as sensitive and caring. And you may meet her in art galleries and museums or in hospitals, nursing homes or other institutions. She's not one to be cooped up in too strict and regimented a corporate environment and finds it hard to understand the linear structure of an eight to five existence. Like their symbol, the fish, they don't like to be confined but prefer to be free to swim with the tide of their imagination, wherever that leads them. If you're doing the job you're doing because you really love the work or believe in the people you're working with, this is excellent for you. And I'm not just talking about Pisces sun sign, by the way. This also applies to Pisces rising sign, Pisces moon, etc. And words like believe and love are keys for you. If it's about duty, routine, and other dreary stuff, it may be um, essential, essential for us all at times, it may be quite enjoyable for a Capricorn, but it's not for you. You would prefer to live modestly with your freedom intact than live in a large, expensive house and be tied to a career that you don't love. While you need to pay the rent, you also need to be free to roam the rarefied world of your imagination. You're at home in the environment of healing and caring for the sick. You're not at home in your work, which if it seems really removed from people and lacking in love. The Pisces world is fluid, and to her, time is a measurement of change, which in fact it is. It's a spiritual truth. It's a time of, of change imbued with feelings. And I think this quote from Albert Einstein is a typical Pisces um, when he described his famous theory of relativity. And I talk about Albert Einstein in the book, Superstar Science. I have a chapter on him and many other people from history. He said, when a man sits with a pretty girl for an hour, it seems like a minute. 
but let him sit on a hot stove for a minute and it's longer than any hour. That's relativity. <laughs> Isn't that a fabulous uh, description of it? That's the way I like to learn, right? Pisces often don't do too well at school either. Einstein's teachers, for example, dismissed him as, believe this, too stupid to learn. Pisces is born with one foot in this world and the other foot in the life beyond this one. Because of this, it often takes her longer to fit in and makes her a late developer. Pisces knows that the real magic is in the realms of the imagination and beyond. Now, I'm going to go ahead a little, but sometimes, you may, this, if you're Pisces, you may not quite recognize this, because sometimes you will find Pisces an apparently hard-nosed character. An example of that was my dad. He was an undercover detective all his working life and had his gentle, sensitive son in Pisces. He had a difficult upbringing and was a tough, realistic guy. And at first glance, he seemed nothing like a Pisces son. That's because Pisces has another trait which you can probably recognize. They have the ability to shapeshift. Being a mutable water sign, they are so adaptable, they literally take on the characteristics of the people they're with, the job they're in, or the environment in which they live. It's hard for them to find their own boundaries. And because of this, they can make very good actors too. But it was during my dad's career in homicide that he found himself, he discovered his Pisces son. The harsh nature of his job made, made him realize he could either become cynical or try and help the poor downtrodden people he dealt with. He made a choice to take the higher path of sacrifice. One example of this was when he gave the kiss of life to a homeless person caked in dirt and grime whom the medics had said was dead. He brought him back to life. In my dad's words, the man was reborn and so was I. I suddenly realized why I was here. Pisces is not primarily about work, but about love. Love in all its octaves is Pisces' realm and what we are all here to learn. Pisces is ahead of the rest of us because it's the last sign of the zodiac. And a very enlightened Pisces is one who has learned all the lessons of the signs, a master, a great avatar, like Jesus, for example. So don't underestimate uh, their non-judgmental trust and belief in other people. It may seem to you like a weakness, but it is her strength. Now I have a few minutes left to talk about the year ahead for Pisces. I've talked about the months. Um, I want to say there's so many planets in your sign right now, and your ruling planet, one, you have two ruling planets, Jupiter and Neptune. Your ruling planet, Jupiter, is very well situated, and you are no doubt now feeling your potential. But to engage that, you need to get physical. And this is a big lesson for you. And actually, Sun in Pisces people have the opposite Earth sign, their Earth sign in the sign of Virgo, which is all about, um, it's the materialistic, the not materialistic, I would say the physical, the practical sign of Virgo. So to 
to really realize the potential of this time, you want to draw on the power of your Earth sign, which is Virgo. And if you haven't seen my book, Earth, Astrology's Missing Planet, um, I talk about the Earth signs in there. So it's time to not just dream dreams, but to build your dreams, to not just visualize an invention in the ethers, which is a good place to start, but to bring that into manifestation. And this is, then magic can happen because your ideas, the quality of your ideas and your imagination is your greatest asset. But when they just exist in potential, um, that's really not enough. You, You need to get into that workshop and start doing things with them. You need to be prepared to make mistakes. And I almost want to say to you at this time in this year, be pre- just make a few mistakes. You want to get it wrong as much as you want to get it right because those errors are like essential to your creative process. Um, remember all the time that what you're trying to do is to integrate beauty with uh, your work, your integrity, your intellectual integrity. Keep an eye on how things work and how they look as well. Um, You're on the brink of something both excellent and very relevant, so just let it happen. And maybe before you start to do this, begin from a point of your own destination, like a room of your own or a, a part of a room of your own. Designate a space to which nobody else has access, if that's possible, um, or other, if they have access, they respect that as your space. And retreat to that space so that you can collect your thoughts because this will help you with your creativity. It's this anchoring because you can flow away into the ethers, the Pisces, but you need to anchor yourself to have your own space. And from that space, this is part of the process, turn your attention inwards every day. Every day. Um, So this is probably, there's a lot going on this year, but this is one of the most important things. You're on the verge of of creating something important in your life. And it may be anything. I'm not saying what it is, but I've given you an example of the kind of thing, something that brings more beauty into the world. And you need to, not just beauty, but spirituality. Um, It can be something that uh, that wants to raise people in some way. Uh, so think about that, and it can you can just start with something small, and that's important, with yourself. Uh, begin something in your little private space. Bring, begin your own practices of spirituality and make them even better and more potent and so on, and then allow your imagination to take you, your creative visualization to take you a step further. So hopefully... Have a wonderful year. There's a lot of planets supporting you in your progress, in your evolution, and that's what it's all about. Uh, So thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this show, and the next show will be April 6, 2021. That's a Tuesday. God bless you all. Thank you. Back over to Penny. Thank you. Thank you for an amazing show. That was fantastic. Thank you, Chrissy. Thank you. I think we're just playing the final piece. We hope you enjoyed the show. Join us on the first Tuesday each month at 12 midday Eastern Time.
In the meantime, visit astrologycity.com and complete the contact form to receive Chrissy's bi-monthly astrology newsletter, Cosmic Cafe. Thank you for listening to Aquarius Rising Astrology Radio with Chrissy Blaze. And may the stars shine brightly on you all. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.